Hello and welcome to the Walk in Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to talk about our brand new design of the month that says slow, slow down. down. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us part of your week. Excited that you are here. I'm going to slow down. I was actually about to say, wow, you said that really fast. How excited (laughs) I am that you are here. Oh, do you know any slow talkers? Um, Maybe don't name them. Yeah, no, I don't know any of them. And not uh, 10 people didn't just pop into my head. Um, So, yeah, so if you are a podcast listener, you can have early access to the design of the month. We call it tea of the month, but really it's the design of the month. It says slow down. It's available on a t-shirt, toast colored t-shirt, like a sage blue colored sweatshirt, which I would say the sweatshirt is somewhere between super scratchy, amazing bath towel and butter soft. It's like an in-betweener. It's one of Brooke's favorite sweatshirts. So she loves it. Um, And then it's also on a hat. Also another item that Brooke's been looking forward to because it is your ultimate. My beach hat. It's your beach hat. Um, and she has the one that says Jesus loves you, which we've had for years. And she's like, I'd love to have more of these. More than one beach hat. Yeah. So it says slow down. Um, and today we're going to talk about what that means to us and what it's looked like as we've kind of tried to practice the art of it, because I really do think that there is an art in slowing down, especially today against culture. But before we, oh, but the password to get early access. Yeah is the word slow down. Right. All one word, um, which we shared last week too. So hopefully you already bought your shirt. Um, They're super limited. They'll ship out immediately. Um, Last week sold out pretty quickly. So last month. month, Yeah. Um, So yeah, (coughs) pick one up if it's, uh, if it's your vibes. If it's your jam. If it's your jam, girl. (laughs) That sounded like I said the bad word, but I didn't. I like peanut butter and jam, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I just played NBA jam, girl. Um, NBA jam. Basketball (laughs) is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down. Nice. Boom shakalaka. Um, So, yeah. So, that's available now. We're going to talk about it in a little bit. But first, I'm going to kick things off. First, I'm going to get real hot and bothered with my strong feelings. Ooh. And then I'm going to do songs of the week to kind of bring me Calm back down back down, so that okay. we can get into the, the conversation at hand. So my strong feelings are this. This is a story. This is a story all about how my rage got twist turned upside down. <laughs> I'd like to take a minute. So just sit right there. I'll tell you how I almost raged and didn't care. <laughs> um, so June and I were running some errands. We went to Lowe's. Um, and then after Lois, she asked if she could go to Starbucks. So I was like, sounds great. We can do that. So we pulled in the drive-thru. I actually ordered ahead. I was like, I'm going to order ahead. And that way, when we get to the drive-thru, I can just say we already ordered and then pick them up at the window. So I told him at the buzzer, there's a guy that works at the Starbucks that is one of the softest talkers I've ever heard. Yes. I know what you mean. Almost to the point where I, 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 I honestly don't know if he's asking me a question or if he's like holding his mic and asking someone else a question. Inside. Inside. That's kind of <laughs> the vibe that he gives off. Soft talk guy. Um, and so, you know, I was like, oh, we already already. He's like, okay. <laughs> Butthole. Um, <laughs> and so I, so then we pull up and then there's a car ordering behind us and then two cars in front of us, that car dies in the Starbucks <laughs> drive through line, which like, what an unfortunate place to have your car die. Yeah. So the guy in front, uh, the guy right behind her gets out and comes to my, he, he like, he, you know, he kind of gestures to me. So I roll down my window. He's like, do you have any jumper cables? I said, I don't. Um, we have a new truck. So like we haven't bought those things to, to store. Um, and so then I asked the guy behind us, he doesn't. And so then we're like getting out, me and the guy in front of us, we're, I'm getting out and we're like, Hey, can you put it in neutral and we can just push it out of the, at least out of the line and into the parking spot. And the, there was a young lady driving the car and you could tell that she was like kind of stressed out about it. Like, oh, I know. You, know, you feel bad. Not ideal. The Starbucks people are being super kind. Um, and so we're just trying to figure out. And then I notice a police officer sitting at the edge of this Target parking lot, which the Target and Starbucks are near each other here. And so I go, oh, I'll just go and ask that cop. Yeah. So I jog on over there, smiling, you know, ear to ear, eager to help, eager to please, you know, just to be a servant, really. 
And as I approach the vehicle, she holds up her hand. Halt. She's, she's inside the car. She's inside the car. Female police officer. Halt. Kind of that, you know, like, don't come any closer. So I, yep. I stop. I, I think I even put my hands on. Like, <laughs> I don't want any trouble. And then I stand there for two straight minutes <laughs> as she talks on her bedazzled cell phone. You know, like on speakerphone, I can see her talking and I'm just standing there. And in my mind, yes, I was smiling. Yes, I obviously didn't run over in a frantic way. But you're also a police officer. Like, what if I'm just a timid person and I'm like, and there's a very real, there's a very real problem, but I don't know, like, you know, I'm a little nervous or whatever. So I don't know, like, you know, I don't know, protocol call or whatever. Like, so I, so I'm standing there just waiting. It's like, it's like that intro from parks. Yeah. Where she sings and then Ron's like, (laughs) there's someone's on fire fire in Williams at park. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just standing there waiting. And then she rolls down the window, maybe an inch and a half. Do you need help or something? You're like, no. I no, just I just came over to have a really great conversation. You seem like a lovely lady. I'd love to Where talk. Where did you get your cell phone case? Yeah. I've been in the market for a bedazzled cell phone case. I'd love that one. I saw it. The light shined off and hit me in the eyes in the Starbucks, in the Starbucks line. <laughs> and so I just got out of the car and I ran over and I said, hey. And I was like, oh, well, this lady's car died in the drive through line. I was wondering if you had jumper cables. We don't do that. And I'm like, you don't jump cars or you just don't help people anymore? Because <laughs> either way, I'm confused. And I, and I told this to, we were at the beach yesterday and the Bethkeys showed up just randomly. And I was telling Jeff, because this kind of stuff like makes Jeff burn with a fiery rage similar to me. And, and he's like, oh, I've seen them jump cars before. I've yeah. seen them do roadside help. <laughs> and so then I ran back. And as I was running back, a guy was like, hey, TJ. And I was like, oh, it's Joey. And he was like, what, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, well, there's a car die. Do you have jumper cables? Like, you know, this guy, I like, I've met him twice. We sat across from him at Thanksgiving. Yeah. So like, I'm not, you know, super friendly. I really have enjoyed my time with him. But, and I was like, do you have jumper you don't cables? Really love him yet. Yeah. I mean, we haven't held hands yet during a scary movie, but. <laughs> it's coming. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing this weekend. Anyway, so he pulls into the, to the Starbucks line face first. Is he by himself? Or yeah, he's by himself. Jumped the car. He was the hero of the day. But my strong feelings are, if you are in, and, and again, maybe this woman was having just the most horrendous day humanly possible. The vibe I got from her was that this is a pretty normal behavior. <laughs> um, but it's like, I don't know. Just be kinder. Yeah. Like, you know, that whole experience could have taken 30 seconds if she just rolled down the window and be like, oh, I don't have jumper cables. I'm so sorry. You're going right. to have to call a tow or whatever. Right. But then like to, to make, to, to have me stand there for two minutes, all I kept thinking was like, what if there was an actual emergency and I am just a timid person? Yeah. Like super nervous around law enforcement. <laughs> and she rolls down the window. I'm like, oh, there's a guy robbing the bank. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's firing a machine gun into the air. Yeah. Oh, we don't do that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We, uh, you'll have to call a tow. Um, <laughs> so those are my feelings and they're very, very strong. How about you, bro? <laughs> strong feelings. My strong feelings are that I un- unashamedly, is that a word? Yeah. I'm not ashamed. You're not unashamedly. I'm not unashamedly shamed <laughs> of my deep love for okay. drop house music. <laughs> there were so many directions this could have gone. We were at a fork in the road with a million paths. That's the path I've chosen. <laughs> if you're not familiar, house music okay. is just what like bumping. It's like doosh, 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 what you play doosh, 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 in the house of what, club. The house? Is that what it's called? A, yeah. House music. Like when you say bring up the house lights. It's for everybody. Okay. House music. Nice. Trop house music is tropical house music. And I love it. And you're all in. You're pushing all your I chips am in. All in. For all occasions, or is it just since we've moved here or No, I mean I've always loved it. I didn't know it had a name though until a few years ago. Okay. And I was like, mm, So you're me. like, hey device. Hey device. Oh yeah. Trop House Essentials. I have my own playlist. Oh. Interesting. Are you gonna share it? Oh, I don't Maybe share so it on your stressful. personal Instagram. I've been trying to talk Brooke into sharing more on her personal Instagram. 
Um, one, so she can remember what's going on in her life. And two, because I think she's very extremely talented <laughs> at sharing things, photos and videos and such. <clears throat> so if you could all just message her <laughs> to share more on her Instagram, <clears throat> don't message walk in love, message Brooke Courtney. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so those are your feelings. And they're strong. Strong feelings. <clears throat> um, okay. That calmed me down a little bit, but Good. I have two songs of the week. I actually have three, but I'm only going to play two. Twelve. Oh. I'm only going to play. I'm only going to sit back for an hour <laughs> of TJ's jams. Do you think that it's like anytime we upload this to YouTube, it gets flagged for a copyright? Like we don't get a copyright strike, but it's like you can't monetize it. Correct. We've never had that on podcast. Do you think that I could make a podcast radio show where I just like play my favorite music? And it's like new music weekly. Like, is that illegal? Where you play the whole song? And yeah. You, do you talk in between? Yeah. I don't know. We should find out. Uh, do you need help or something? But I know you. <laughs> I know that like Spotify is that feature where you can insert songs. But it only inserts 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah. This is live. What if you did 30 seconds and then the next 30 seconds (laughs) and then the next 30 seconds? I think people would love that. I don't think it'd be disruptive at all. No. Okay. Um, So Jude and the Lion is coming out with new music and uh, this is their first song, which I, which I assume will eventually be on their next album. Okay. Called Take a Walk. Oh, good headphones. I know. So good. So worth it. All of my friends are a mess Just trying to make sense Of how to live in a world I can be so depressed Round and round we go Me and my friends we get stressed About the stupidest things It's hard to get out of bed Hard to get any sleep Round and round we go Whoa We were gonna stay I just, I just, I have a deep love for Judah. (laughs) Yeah, same, same. Um, So yeah, I'm excited that they're seem to be back to making, like they're making their next album, which is going to be super cool. Um, Then Dashboard also released an album. And I talked about this because we added one of the early songs to the playlist. And I talked about how like these, you know, he's, he's like one of the original emo guys. He, he, you know, he wrote songs about heartache early 40s yeah he's been married for i think 15 years or a long time very private about his personal life he's got a couple of kids and so now he's writing this same this um this same style same style of emotional music that connects me to my adolescent emotions yes but he's singing about the deep things of adulthood right you know and so there are two songs on this album that make me weep and so I'm not sure which one I should play right now. You're crying into your dippy yeah. eggs? Crying into my dippy eggs, listen to Dashboard. Classic cl- dippy egg week. <laughs> yeah, it's just a classic. And uh, Brooke's like, can I help you with anything? Um, <laughs> do you need help <laughs> no, or something? No, I don't do that. No, I'm fine. <clears throat> I'm fine. So there's one that's like about like family. And then there's one about like love. Which one should I play? I'm going to add them both to the playlist. Do the love one. Okay. It's called Young.
I mean, it's it's fine. It's good. It's fine. And then the other one, I actually actually cried at my desk. Yeah, that's why I said don't play that. Yeah, because I don't know if I can handle it. It's about. <clears throat> I cried for two reasons. He's singing about his son. first. He's singing about his son, which I've realized is an emotional topic for me. And then he sings about his daughter, which good night times three. <laughs> and then he sings about his wife. Good night times three again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to add both of those to the playlist. Super good. Um, but Brooke leads me to a question. How was your week? My week was good. I shouldn't remember it. I'll get there. Um, at the end of the, at the beginning of the week, we were still with Sam and Kyle. We went to the waterfall. I remember that. Went to Poli Poli to watch the sunset. And then they left. On Monday. On Monday. And then we kind of jumped back into the normal rhythm of things. Um, and so it felt, felt basically like a normal week. Yeah, it um, did. Which is like. You very, worked out and we're super sore. That oh, was this week. Yep. So. I, so there's this app called 75 hard. It's like, a, it's, they call it a mental toughness app. I've seen people do it <coughs> um, where you have to work out. Hold on, let me, let me make sure I'm getting this right. So it's like an app. It's like a, it's like a checklist every day. Yeah. Um, so hold on. I got to restart because I failed. <laughs> so it's confirming that I failed. Yes. Start over. <laughs> I don't want to start today though. So you have to work out twice a day. So you check it off for your first workout, your second workout. You have to take a progress picture every day. You have to do 10 pages of reading every day. Drink one gallon of water today. Follow a diet and no cheap meals or alcohol. The easiest thing for me is no alcohol. <laughs> I was going to say same. Check. Check mark. <clears throat> um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to start this. I'm realizing that I'm not in good enough shape to do one workout every day because I did this. I went to, I go to a CrossFit gym. They have like a CrossFit light exercise. They called crossover. I don't see the difference. So I feel like we do all the same stuff, but it was like a front squat day and my legs were so sore. It was one of those times again where it's like, you just start getting back into exercising and you're laying in bed and you're like, if our house catches on fire, I'm just going <laughs> to lay here and die because my body Cannot move quick enough to get me out of bed. I can't jump. I can't crawl out the basement window. I can't jump out of the top if I, floor. If I fall, if I get out of the window on the top floor, I'm just rolling off the roof. <laughs> Funk. <laughs> Hopefully the truck bed is there to catch me. Um, oh, man. Or that lovely police officer. Um, <laughs> she doesn't do that. So I, you know, so I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then I realized that I need to get in shape enough just to be able to do this. And I wasn't even going to be like, Oh, I'm going to do two CrossFit workouts a day. I was going to be like, I'm going to do one CrossFit workout a day. And then I'm going to go on a nice walk yeah. as my second workout. That was my idea. And even that was too much. I got, I did the squats <laughs> and then the next day I couldn't move. Um, so I'm going to start it, but I'm going to get myself a little bit of sh in shape to begin. I think I need to take a trip to Yulia. Um, so that did happen this week. I was super, super sore. We're going to Yulia tomorrow. Are you nervous? Uh, I'm both nervous and excited. Yeah. Um, Classic both hands. Both hands, yeah. If you don't know who Yulia is, what episode did we talk about? It was just recently. Yulia is a... Is, is a, a deep tissue Ukrainian massage therapist. With a heavy accent and is skinnier than both Brooke and I. And uh, has the strength, strength of a thousand of, men. <laughs> the strength of a thousand men. Ukrainian men. Yes. So, um, Yeah. It was I'm, quite an experience the first time. I don't remember which one. It's a couple back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, our week was good. Normal stuff. Getting back into the rhythm of life, which is really, really always just super fun. I, I find a lot of joy in it now where I used to be like, oh, you know, like I just want to do what I want to do, man, you know. Right. And now it's like so life giving to life giving do what you want to do. <laughs> have a rhythm that we yeah. live in. And so like this Sabbath, we went to the beach. And Brooke was like, oh, I know that girl. I've met her a few times. Uh, the There's a family that was sitting near us. Came near us. And I was like, oh, okay. And June, and June was like, oh, I remember playing with her. So she went over and played. And then like five minutes later, friends that we have spent a good amount of time with came over with their kids. And we're like, oh, this is amazing. Like yeah, more kids are so here. Many kids to play with. And then the Bethke showed up and it was like, just like an <laughs> army of children on the beach. And the waves were good for boogie boarding. And it was just like a, we stayed there I a long I time. I video of me. I tried to. Um, so it was super fun. 
And then Sunday is our day of like, let's get ready for the week. Um, and we got a t-shirt launch. So yeah, we made some content for that. But it's been a pretty good week. Um, and today, uh, the shirt design that comes out says slow down. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about what that means to us, how, why we think it's necessary. Um, and I'm going to read quite a bit, not, not quite a bit, but uh, John Mark Comer wrote a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. I think it's an excellent book. Um, I do have some qualms with it, but that's okay. <laughs> My qualms are, I think that the ideology that John and I prescribe to is a little bit different, you know? Ideology, I just think, I don't, yeah, I don't know what you mean by that. Like, you know, maybe our political leanings might be a little different. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's just, you're like a super uber, uber, uber glass half full. Okay. You could call I it that. I think you're an enthusiast and he's not. Yeah. That's what I would say it is. Um, it, you know, <clears throat> so like, but, but I, I say that the only reason I say the criticism is because I think you could get to a part of that in the book and just be like, I'm done. I don't want to read anymore. And so my encouragement to anybody who picks up this book is to read through some of that stuff that you might disagree with because the, the nuts and like the, the, core of this book is so good. Yeah. The book's nuts are fantastic. Yeah. The book's got great nuts, good nuggets. It's got great nuts and nuggets. Um, and so I just, I, I totally a hundred percent recommend it. I'm actually in this like season now, I think of reading all these books about slowing down. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like I will have a slow down book for every personality. Right. Um, cause yeah. it does, Look, the the concept is the same, but it does look different for different people. Yeah, I, I totally. Agree. Yeah, because like you know, I feel like John Mark's book is like slow down, eliminate a lot of stuff from your life so that you can read more. That's I do feel that, and I've asked other people and they felt that too. And then like, um, what's the one you're reading? John Eldridge. Get your life back. Get your life back. It's like. Eliminate distraction so you can like climb mountains and oh, ride. So you can go outside. So you can ride wild horses. Yeah. And then chasing slow, which I read years ago, okay. is basically like slow down so you can be a really present mom and wife. And then I am currently reading one called Rhythm. No, Rest. Rest and War. Rest and War. I've only gotten through the war part so far. <laughs> um, but I think it's like. I think, I think the punchline is going to be rest well so that when you feel the attack of the enemy, you are prepared right. to not give in. So that one's definitely more of like a... Well, yeah, and I think rest, I mean, rest is a weapon. Yeah. Like that's something you want in your yeah, and tool, your weapon belt. Your weapon belt, yeah. That's what they call it. They said, hey, uh, James, can you pass me my weapon belt? Do you have any weapon belts and stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah, what size are you? Small, medium, or large? <laughs> Do you crossbow or no crossbow? Um, <laughs> so when we talk today, we're gonna use the words like slow down, rest, stillness, and to me, they're like kind of all combined into one <clears throat> like lifestyle choice, yeah. goal, etc. And then the other thing I'll say right off the bat is like Brooke and I are by no means experts in all this stuff. There are times where we are frantic and high paced and. <laughs> overwhelmed and overstimulated. Um, but the practice is worth the effort because the practice produces life giving moments that you would miss without it. Yeah. Like people who slow down, I think experience a more full life that Jesus talks about than people who are constantly hurried. Oh, um, absolutely. hundred percent. And so that's why we put it on a t-shirt. Like literally if you are someone who, as we read and talk about this or they're like, that's me. Uh, that's me a hundred percent. Like this shirt might just be for you. Like literally as a physical reminder, reminder that you look down and you're like, I, even if you're like, Oh, I've been running at a frantic pace for uh, five days and I need, I just need one day, a Sabbath day to slow down. And that's your Sabbath shirt. Like do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and so in, in the book, um, he's quoting John Ortberg who wrote the foreword said, for many of us, the great danger is not that we will renounce our faith. It is that we will become so distracted and rushed and preoccupied that we will settle for a mediocre version of it. We will just skim our lives instead of actually living them. Yeah. And so 
I think that perfectly sums up the reason that Brooke and I, in the last two years, um, have really become hype guys for <laughs> Sabbath, weekly rhythms, slowing down, changing your pace, consuming less, um, because we have gone from a life that we were just skimming to a life that we were fully living. Um and it's worth it. It's worth the practice. It's worth the sacrifice. It's worth the maybe feeling a little different than friends and family. Like it's just worth all of it because mm-hmm. there is so much fullness and joy at the end of it. And so I just like can't encourage you enough to take some of these practices. And I and I would say that like the overarching practice of slowing down is by taking a Sabbath is literally saying you know, like Chick-fil-A does or closed on Sundays, you know, like (laughs) it is so countercultural for them to do that. And yet they still make more money than any other fat fast food chain. Right. Without one day a week. Yeah. And so like, you know, whether that's the Lord's blessing or just the incredible chicken too tasty, like (laughs) it, there is something to be said about that, that, countercultural message. And so us as individuals or as families who follow Christ, we should also be presenting that same countercultural message. Sabbath is a gift. It's not a, it's not a requirement for salvation, right? But if it's a gift that God is willing to give, I want to be, I want to place myself in a, I want to put myself in a place where my heart is willing to receive it and to practice it and use it for the glory of the gift giver. Um, and so, what we're going to do, and this is this, I think this will be kind of fun. Um, so in this book, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, John Mark has a chapter called Slowing, and he gives his, I don't know, I think there's like maybe 15 of them. Sure. Um, Something like that. Things, ways to slow down. No, there's more than that. There's 20. Nice. So I'm going to read just that there's like a bold version of it, and then he goes into it. I'm going to read the bold version. Brooke and I are going to talk about whether it's, and and then in that chapter, he's like, this is my list. Take it or leave it. Yeah. And so pick and choose, make your own. So we're going to talk about his list. And then I think if we feel like, oh, there's a few things on this list that we do, let's, let's add to it. But I feel like it's just a good place to start. Cause sometimes I don't know about you, Brooke, but I feel like when when people are like, how do you slow down? I'm like, it's such like a big question that sometimes I forget some of the practices I have in place yeah. in the answer. And then I'm like, Oh, then I'll do that thing. And I'll be like, Oh, this is one way. Right. Yeah. You know? And when you, the more you practice it, like anything, it does become easier and more natural. And you're, you think about it less. I'm not like, Oh, I'm going to choose this and slow down. Yeah. You just, that just becomes the way you do said thing. And so, yeah, sometimes it is helpful to see a list. Um, and it's like, so like great athletes, you know, like Michael Jordan's, Kobe Bryant's, Wayne Gretzky's, um, they have all struggled. What? Who did you want to? Who did you want to add to that? <laughs> no, just you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Gretzky Michael Scott. Scott. Um, all of them. I don't think any of them have had, and, and th- there's probably an, you know an exception to this rule, but most of the people who are like superstar athletes ha- who have tried to transition to coaching have mm-hmm. not done as good of a job coaching. And I think that's because they were so good at what they did that they have a hard and maybe so natural at what they did that they had a hard time telling someone else how to do it. And so my goal in life at 80, <laughs> you know, is to be the Wayne Gretzky or Michael Jordan of slowing down. Because and hopefully, but I'll be able to coach. I don't know what I was getting there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm a little lost, but I like it. But I'm just like saying it. that like, as you practice something and become good at it, sometimes it's hard to explain. Oh yes, it does. Cause you're like, I don't know. It's just how you do it. Yeah. But right. it's worth, I think, I think if you're like, sometimes you, I start a sentence and I don't, don't know where it's going. going. <laughs> Sorry about that. Everyone. No, it's okay. But I think like, are you I don't, saying see the world yeah, I, I, or see world? I don't know, but no I, get, I get what you're saying. Because I don't know if, let's use Michael Jordan, when he started, I don't know if he was like, oh, 100%, I'm going to coach someday. Yeah. I think you're in it for like the the season you're in it. And so you're saying that you want to be aware that you want to be able to 
pass this down, teach this in super like easy to digest ways. Yep. At yeah. 80. Okay. So this is John Mark's list and then we'll add to it. And we'll also probably say, we don't do this one. Yeah. So the first one, which is going to be a challenge for someone and has been a challenge for me. Can you guess which it is? I don't know which one the first one is. Drive the speed limit. <laughs> so literally like physically slowing down. Yeah. And so we live on Maui, as you know, and the fastest road here is 45 miles per hour, <laughs> which when you drive 45 miles per hour, feels like you could probably beat it in an electric bike. <laughs> you can't. I would be terrified to go that fast on an electric bike. Um, but but it, it has done something. So I've put this one into practice. I try to drive the speed limit 50. Yeah, I'll go up to 50. So much so that, but it's hard to do because one, cars are like good at going faster um, when you press the button on the floor. Science. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that... I have to put it in cruise control because that's, if I that's don't, that's what I was about to say. When I do that, I have to put cruise control on. And it does something. It makes you feel it, it's so weird. The power of it. Cause at first I was like, Oh, this is kind of a dumb one. Like I'll be fine. You know, like that's easy, <laughs> but it does something to just like literally your heart that you're not rushing to home Depot or target or wherever. Yeah. There's only two stores we have here. <laughs> Costco, Lowe's, Panda express. <laughs> Uh, the Starbucks line, um, end of list that it actually does. I feel like do some, I, I was surprised when I started doing this one that it can change your insides. It does. Yeah. It's like a kind of fascinating how it changes your insides. Yeah. Um, I also like people do drive slower on the Island, which is nice. Oh, for sure. Um, but you know, this one is one that it was like, ah, that's not going to do anything to me. And then as I'm driving to pick people from the airport, I don't know. It just, it just has done something to my insides and to my heart posture as I'm running these errands. I don't feel like I'm a frantically running yeah. these errands. Yeah. And I've also made this, I've added an additional rule to it when the kids aren't in the car, um, that if I can, I roll down the windows. Yep. That's, he, that's talked about in the book I'm reading. Okay. The go outside chapter. Okay. Like we spend 93% of our lives indoors and that's either in a home with windows up or in a car or a train or a set, yeah. like in a closed box yeah. 93% of the time. And that literally just rolling the windows down like makes our bodies and our brains absorb like our, it shifts our perspective. Yeah. Because we're like, oh, there is something out there. And so the combination. see in here. So the combination of the two for me have been really like. Yeah. I don't know. I just, and obviously we live in a place where we put the windows down, which is super nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So number two is similar to number one, get in the slow lane, which we right. do. Um, it's and like, it's almost like annoyingly practical. Yeah. But <laughs> most great things are kind um, of like that. Number three, come to full stops at stop signs. Again, it's just like a heart reposturing that like, I am not an, I'm not too frantic or too hurried to yes. stop at a stop sign. Yep. Um, which there aren't a lot of stop signs here. Almost everything's a light. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Don't text and drive. This one is both very practical and also super safe. Right. So just good advice all around. We do all four of these. Yeah. So um, this one I struggle with. Show up 10 minutes early for an appointment. No phone. I can't say that I'm always early because of life and kids and stuff. Yeah. But I do if I'm in an uh like in an a camera like a doctor's office or whatever. See, well I did it I just did it with the baby. Okay. I purposely wasn't on my phone. Yeah. And I was the only one. Yeah. Even the receptionists were on their phones. <laughs> and I was like, Cool. Nobody wants to talk to me and it's fine. And, I don't want to talk to you anyway. But he, but it's not even a matter of, I don't think it's a matter of like, I want to talk to other people. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I don't want to talk to other people. <laughs> I was dead serious. But it's a matter of like, I'm just going to sit and allow Wait. my mind to wander, Be. think, ponder, you know, because again, so much of our activity is like, I'm waiting in line. Phone. Absorb. Oh, I'm, you know. Input, input, yeah. input. Yeah. Um, And so 
Yeah, that's that's that one's been really good. I, I try to do it since I don't really have any appointments. Um, my like when I go to the gym, uh, I you know I, I've been riding my bike to the gym. It's an electric bike. I don't think I'd be able to ride home after that one workout. <laughs> <laughs> um, Local maiden found on road. But I listen to music on the way there. Um, and then I don't like take my phone out at the gym. I just right. leave it in my backpack, put my headphones in. And then, then I'm just there like warming up. Like I don't like sit on it or, you yeah. know, whatever. Um, this one we also don't do, but mostly cause we don't grocery shop anymore. <laughs> uh, get in the longest checkout line at the grocery store. Um, I do love that challenge though. And here's something that you highlighted. Here's the deeper motivation. It is wise to regularly deny ourselves from getting what we want, whether through a practice of intense, as intense as fasting or as minor as picking the longest checkout line. The way when somebody else deny that way, when somebody else denies us from getting what we want, we don't respond with anger. We're already acclimated. Yes. So that that's just a good word. I don't know how many people I've either grocery shopped with or friends or even myself where it's like you are panicked to find the shortest line. Yeah. And I'm like, what are we going to say? Six minutes? Yeah. 12 minutes? Right. Like, is our bo- are our bodies, is our life that tightly packed? And usually we don't have any, we don't even have anywhere to be. Yeah. It's just like the principle of like, well, it shouldn't take that long. Yeah, I need to, I need go to there move faster. quicker. Yeah. Because I've, after reading this book, one of the main things that I've slowed down is my physical pace. No. Well, you're getting ahead of yourself. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> but go on. Keep explaining. I just like, this is the dumbest example and I don't even, I feel dumb saying it. Oh, I love it. Already? Or do you know what it is? I know what it is, but I just love when you're vulnerable. <clears throat> People are going to be like, dumb. this is my favorite podcast ever. Brooke <laughs> said she was dumb and I feel seen and heard. <laughs> like I just. TJ talked about a coach or Michael Jordan or something. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> no We're, one knows what that was about, him. but I stayed on long enough to hear Brooke say I'm dumb. <laughs> No, I feel dumb for saying it. Oh, okay. That I just like, <laughs> I desire to be a highly efficient person. Yep. And I, there is an element of it that I do find actual joy in. And I do think my personality is built for and gifted for it. Efficiency is not all bad, but I, but I can take it to the point of when I make my morning coffee with our espresso machine, I mean, I've, I've honestly stopped these thought processes in the last maybe three, four weeks, which I'm kind of amazed that I could do because every time I would make a latte, I would be thinking about how I could make it better and faster the next time. And this is my whole life. Yikes. This is my whole life from the shower to the laundry to where the kids shoes are to like anything. How could it be better? How you? could it be fa- faster? What? No. Brooke? That doesn't sound like me. Oh, interesting. And, and it was like, but then, then I'd be stressed out. Oh, that took longer than yesterday. Yeah. This is not the way to do it. And I'm like, yeah, for what, for what again, what am I saving to not even with the coffee scenario, not (laughs) even two minutes, 20 seconds. I'm shaving off my time by 18 seconds. Like, what is that? Yeah. It's, but I don't, but I no longer feel frantic. And again, not like my, I don't think my outward gestures were frantic. They can be at times, but not in that scenario. Inward, my inner dialogue is no longer hurried. Yeah. And that's huge for me. That is huge. And that has affected your outward Uh, health. Yes, absolutely. But I know people who frantically swirl physically, like you can see their movement and their motion. Yeah. And I don't think, I, I think I'm that sometimes, but not all the time. Right. Yeah. Just, you know. That's good. Um, number seven, turn your smartphone into a dumb phone. <laughs> um, so this is, this was like a really famous viral article by Jack Knapp, K-N-A-P-P, where he's like my year with a distraction free iPhone and, oh, yeah. you know, um, and there's like a big checklist to it. So, so we've done this. We, we haven't done everything that this guy wrote about. Right. But I think we've done this in a way. So, so one of the ways is, you know, we don't have any social media on our main screen. Correct. Um, you know, I'll just say the ways that I do it. Uh, we don't have email on the main screen. Right. I don't have um, any 
notifications that show me a little red dot. Right. Um, I actually don't have any notifications that show up on my screen other than you left your wallet behind with find my device thing. And that one pops up quite a bit. Um, (laughs) And then number two is text messages. So outside of that. But even those you could... Couldn't you go person by person and choose I, what you I think now you can. With the focus feature? Yeah. So I think now you can. I just haven't done that. And also, I don't get a ton of texts, quite oh, honestly. From people you from people don't other than, actually need to hear from. Other than you. <clears throat> um, so, that, so that's, you know. I'm upstairs. Where are you? <laughs> but that's how I've done it. Like in, in the article, he's like, you know, put on the gray screen thing. That's and very I'm just hard like, to do with our job. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> no thanks. But um, some people could. Yeah. You can make your iPhone grayscale, so everything's black and white. And I guess that does something which is to way you less interesting to look at. Neur- neurologically, to your brain science. Yeah, um, but this one is like, I think this one is super challenging, and this is why, like for us, the smartphone into a dumb phone. That practice is like a yearly thing for us, where we take January off of the phones, um, social media. You know, we still have it because we don't. We need to communicate with some people and about some things, but um, for the most part. Oh, you mean we we still have our phones? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So January, we originally it was just like I got rid of my phone, but now it's like we kind of need it for some things. So I, I still have it, but we do take a month. Like I would say that is part of our practice of turning our smartphone into a dumb phone is like we make it a dumb phone for one month out of the year yeah. as like a reset yep. button on the like constant need for it. I actually feel like the third year in, which was this January, was the the most, I don't know. I feel like it really clicked. Like the first year I did it and then went back to all the same habits. The second yeah. year I did it, held off on those habits for a long time and then went back to all the same habits. This year feels different to me. It feels much more like now I'm really seeing the goodness of that practice that I want to continue that practice throughout the year. Yeah. Um, and so even just like doing some of the, like, yeah, I, you know, like one rule we have in place in our house is like, if Brooke sees me on my phone, she can say, are you making content? And if I'm making content, I can make content. But if I'm not, then I have no reason to be on my phone. If it's right. a tool, if I say that it's a tool for our business, but then I'm not using it as a tool all the time, then I'm using it for all the other things that it brings. And so that's been yeah. a good question. I've tried to... I, I try to leave it in the office. I've kind of got out of this habit and now I'm remembering. So after we go to bed, I put it in the office and then I don't come back to it until after we've had like our morning quiet time, time with the girls a little bit. Like right. it's Cause not. Because again, we've, you and I have declared our phones as tools to run our business. And, and communicate, and with, communicate yep. with some other people. But we're, we are capable of communicating in other ways sometimes. Yeah like from other devices and yep. different places. And so, yeah, it's like my camera's up here. Our podcast stuff's up here. Yeah. And if that's what it is, then that's our, that's our mission statement for yeah. our devices. Um, number eight is get a flip phone. So like some people need to just go hardcore <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just had a friend say last week at Bible study, Oh, I wish I could get a flip phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, number nine, you parent, can. <laughs> parent your phone, put it to bed before you and make it sleep in. So this one is really hard to do, um, but we've been trying to do it. So like I, my only like full stop hesitation from doing this is I love listening to audiobooks as I fall asleep. Yeah. I, I don't know. And, and I've actually, a couple of people have told me that they, they've heard from like scientists that that's actually helps your brain, like stories help your brain, like find a place of rest. Um, yeah. Like the, so there, yeah, I don't know. I've never looked into it, but I, I feel, I know nothing about it. I know nothing about it. But I'm for sure None of it matters. Say it on this um, but <laughs> I used to have the Apple watch that would like tell you how long it took you to fall asleep. And I used to run like, be like, okay, today I'm not going to listen to audiobook. tomorrow. I will like back and forth. And every night I listen to an audiobook, I fall asleep a hundred times faster. Yeah. And I don't know why that is. Um, but I think it just like helps my brain kind of go into like unfocused mode even yeah. though and then and especially because like normally i'm listening to a book that i've already listened to so it's like oh i know this story 
And it's like yeah. someone's reading me a bedtime story and I fall asleep. I'm basically a child uh, <laughs> that needs a bedtime story to fall I mean, asleep. That's why you read to kids. Um, <laughs> but I bought, I recently purchased this uh, alarm called Lofty. So I have a, so my phone actually can sit in the office. I can listen to the audiobook with the headphones. Right. Um, and then we have a, like a regular old school alarm clock, alarm clock which is really nice. Uh, number 10, keep your phone off until morning quiet time. Um, you have something highlighted on this. Listen, do not let, do not let your phone set your emotional equilibrium and your news feed set your view of the world. And that is like, read that again. <clears throat> do not let your phone set your emotional equilibrium or your news feed set your view of the world. And like, I think there was years where my first habit was phone Instagram. Yep. You know, that one has been dropped, but years and years of doing that. And it's like, you could see one thing on Instagram that fills you with a fiery rage or makes you like, makes you feel all sorts of emotions. Like you're not enough, makes you feel yeah. like you're too much. And so like any of it, that one is like, if you want to slow down, that should be, that should be number one. Do not check social media first thing in the morning Yeah. or the last thing at night. I yep. do both. And, um, <clears throat> It's a good list. Number 11, this is like a kind of a business one. I, mean, I guess it could be for people, anybody. Everybody gets email, set time for email. That one's like been around for a long time though. It's it like has, a super business hacky type thing. I only recently took my mail off of the homepage of my screen. Yeah. I like didn't have any social media, but it was down there next to my texts. Yeah. It's like text mail. And so then, um, then I was checking my email like I was checking social media just because mm. it was there. And something I was like, oh no, on. let's see if there's something new. Yeah. Like, does it matter? Does anything that super duper matters come to my email? No, no. And the only and reason if it I, does, they have my phone number and they will call. And me. literally, the only reason I don't delete email from my phone because I don't like checking email on my phone. I don't like responding to emails. I'm a desktop computer guy yeah. through and through, which actually helps me set some boundaries. really nice boundaries. Um, <laughs> but every now and then you got to log in, and it's like, oh, we sent a code to your email. It's the only reason I have it on my phone. <laughs> Um, number 12, set a time limit for your social media, um, or just get off of it. Yep. I think that's an option for a lot of people to get off of it. Some of us make our living there, so we can't, some of us and do enjoy it. Like I, I will say this. I don't think that there's anything wrong with enjoying social media. Right. Like there is definitely that sort of messaging coming at you from a lot of different places. Like you're evil. If you like it, I like it. I think it's fun. Right. I think that I've learned a ton of stuff. I get to follow people who I don't get to see regularly or don't check in on regularly. Like yeah. there's some really, you, you feel connected in community. Like we've built this incredible community of podcast listeners and people who follow us who like are just incredible to interact with. And like we thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. So like, I'm not, I'm not fully on like team kill social media. It's, <laughs> it's the devil. I do think that there are a lot of issues with it, but I think if you have a healthy approach to it, um, and you know what it's for and you know what it's for and you know, like you can see the good and kind of ignore the bad. I think it can be a great place. If you find yourself constantly feeling down or ashamed inadequate. or inadequate or all that kind of stuff because of it, then it might not be the best place for you. It's you like, I need to unfollow a ton of people. Yeah, which is true. And sometimes I'll do that, you know, um, but there's also like, like, you know, some people like, like people who are in recovery, like alcoholics, right? Most of them should probably just stay away from bars completely. Right. But there are probably some recovering alcoholics who could go into a bar and chat with people and be fine. Right. And so like I look at social media as that sort of same space. Like if you can go on your Instagram and feel fine and have limits and, and log in for 10 minutes and then not check it the rest of the day. Right. Then, then I have no problem with it. But if you're the one that's like, I check it in the morning, I check it every 10 minutes. I check, you know, like I like, and then you scroll for two hours at night. Yeah. yeah then maybe there should be some limits or maybe you should just get off completely. I definitely think that there's a, there's definitely people for that. Um, number 13, kill your TV. So <laughs> this one is just all about like watching less or none at all. Um, we have not killed our TV. We still have a TV. We have shows and movies that we like to watch. We watch TV and shows with our kids. Um, so again, I, I think that this again will work for some people will not work for others. Yeah. We've really tried this year to, and, and one thing that's been super helpful this year is we have tried to eliminate, or we actually have eliminated binge watching. 
So we don't watch more than two episodes. And even that is pretty rare. Right. It's usually just one. It's usually just one. It, the only time it's two is if like oh, our kids are miraculously asleep and it's 730. Like <laughs> we could probably watch two, you know. But the, the, the way that that's been helpful is one, we have theme nights. So we have a documentary night. So and that's really the night we might watch two because we'll either watch well, one full documentary or two episodes of a series, a series of documentaries. Um, and then we have like a new show night, a new movie night, which is basically turned into a romantic comedy movie night. <laughs> um, 13 and going on 30. Excellent film. Um, and then that's it. I think it's just those three. And then those three. And then anything else, it's like either we don't or we, we're going to introduce the puzzle night. We're going to start doing a puzzle. Yep. Uh, which will be no TV, just puzzle and maybe like an audio book or something like that. And just puzzling. <laughs> but that's been super helpful. And I think like, I think some of us need that. Some of us need to just like set those kind of limits. The themes have really helped those limits. I don't know why, but it just has. It's because we know what we're using it for. Exactly. It's not mindless input. You know, I, I think for those of you who have the mental energy to read at night, power to you like do, do that that's incredible i just can't get there there are times where i'm like i'm almost there <laughs> and then i read one page and i'm like i just my brain is mush um i think as our kids get older yeah and can put themselves to bed and don't get up and ask for a million things <laughs> i think i could get there a little easier but right now in this season of like brushing teeth and you know intro introducing the idea of jammies every single night even though we've put them on every single night for all of time <laughs> It's brand new. Uh, it's been super helpful. <laughs> Should I go a little quicker? Yeah, we're running out of time. Um, single task is number 14. So don't try to multitask. Literally yeah. slow down. Just do one well, thing at a time. That, and there's know, also brain science. Brain science that proves that like you actually really can't do, can't do two things thing at once. At and you're really just slowing down each one. You're just switching back and forth between two things. So you're it's like toggling really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> which is not good for your brain. Number 15, and this one I've, I've, I've seen Brooke do, is walk slower. And it's not necessarily walk slower because I, I guess, you know, we don't go on a lot of walks right now. But I've seen you slow down your physical body as you prepare food, as you do homeschool, as you like set up a craft for the kids. And I remember one time you're like, oh, I just made food slower. And I literally ran into less stuff. I dropped less things. I ran into less corners. I didn't smash my toe. <laughs> I didn't hit my hip on the counter. Yeah. I've become significantly less clumsy and I'm not a very clumsy person, but you know, but, I, but, but to use that word. Yeah. Significantly less. Yeah. Since reading this book and being like, I am not in a hurry. Yep. And I say that to myself sometimes multiple times a day, sometimes not at all. Cause it just, I just feel it more, but slowing down the pace you walk. Yeah. I mean, I don't go on a, maybe walks a ton, but I mean, in target yeah, or in somewhere else you can walk other places. Yeah. It's just changing your mental, like mental space of like, I am not in a hurry. I am not in a hurry. And there are times where like, Oh, we need to catch an airplane. Yes. We are in a hurry. And yes. I'm not saying we're like very late. This is disrespectful yes. for someone's dinner time Again, or whatever. But for the most part, 99, 95% of the time, Right. You can slow down a little bit of what you're doing. And I think it'll do something magical to your heart. Yeah. And your soul. Okay. I'm going to read through these last ones really quickly. Take a regular day alone for silence and solitude. Um, this one we have not practiced, but we want to practice. Yeah. Um, that one just takes a little more scheduling on our, on our part. Take up journaling. That one's been super helpful to me. And I go in through like, I definitely go through seasons where I'm like journaling every day. And then I'm like, oh, you know, it kind of comes and goes. But it is super helpful to me um, to just like get my ideas and the thoughts that are going on in my head on paper. Um, experience with experiment with meditation. Again, this is to each his own. It, you know, there's a varying degree of what that word means to people. Some Christians hear it and they think, ah, it's devil worship. Ah. <laughs> it's just like, well, or it's just literally silence and solitude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you can take long vacations, obviously. I think that there, does he talk about it in here? That there's like a study that your brain takes, I think. Three days, four days. Oh, 
A recent study from Finland's University of Tampere found that happiness levels peak on day eight of vacation and then hit a plateau. The researcher recommends that we recommended we take off one week every quarter for those with the luxury of four weeks of paid vacation time. Um, and so it's like, so I, I think what he's getting at is like, sometimes we we're like, Oh, we're going to take a vacation. We cram as much stuff as we can into seven days. And then we get home and we're like, I need a vacation after my vacation. That and, feeling is valid. Like scientifically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so try to do something different. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so like when you do take a time to rest, if it's, if it, if you can, cause there are definitely times where it's just not possible. Yeah. Um, I think, cramming it like maybe and maybe you can't get to day eight because of time or whatever uh, which i also get i think the, the 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 other side of that like in a slowing down vacation is like just cram it with less stuff right like li- like when people are like what's one thing i need to do on maui my answer is always the same <laughs> and be still and enjoy it like literally just sit and enjoy the beauty of god's creation like it's not a restaurant, it's not a hike, it's not a waterfall. It is literally just be still, listen to the wind blowing, feel the sand in your toes, like just still and enjoy. And I think yeah, that, it's a it's a posture. Cause if you do it's not bad if you go to a restaurant. No, no, no. It's no. great if you get shave ice or if you go to home yeah. to a butlet or go to a waterfall, but you can be practicing the same like intentional presence mm-hmm. at any of those places. Yeah. And that's the best thing you can do when you visit somewhere like here yeah. or go on any vacation. Yep. And then the last one, cook your own food and eat it. I like that. It's good. Read many books that mention like the um the brain science, <laughs> the brain science power. <laughs> brain science power of literally chopping your own food preparing your own food and how that that practice especially when done daily or multiple times a day is like so centering centering and like therapeutic yeah and to not be like i want the fastest food yeah i want something that's halfway prepped or you know yeah i'm i struggle with that one i do not like preparing my own food right um which if I ever send photos. I don't know if yours is a speed thing though. Mine's not a speed thing. It's literally I open the refrigerator and I'm like, I don't know, I could eat any of this. <laughs> <laughs> um so so that's John's list. Is there anything on that you would add or take away? Not really take away, but is there anything that like you feel has been a practice for you for slowing down? And a lot of us a lot of that list has really like reading that book wasn't like, Oh man, we should do all these things. It was I've like, never heard of this. Yeah. It was really like a kind of a, Oh good. We're con- headed in the right direction. Confirmation of like, <laughs> okay, we've been trying some of this stuff. We've got, we could definitely have more language for it now. Um, and maybe some more like scientific reasons why. Um, but it's, it, it was just like confirming. I would say that one thing that, <clears throat> is helpful to me. That's not on that list is like not listening to something all the time, which is really a challenge for me. But like, if I'm going to walk down to the beach or, you know, maybe some of the days when I ride my bike to the gym is like not to have headphones on. Right. Um, just to be quiet in my thoughts. Yeah. Um, that's one that I've tried to practice. I, you know, I don't always get that one right, but, um, and then the one that I really liked from John Eldridge's book, uh, he calls it the one minute pause. Yep. And so just like taking a one minute pause while you transition from one thing to the next. And for me, that transition happens in the car. Like I am the type of person that's like, I park the car, I'm out of the car and I'm 10 you steps. In. Yep. And that has been, and I've had to learn to fight against that. I don't know where I'm going so quickly. I just like to get out of the car quickly. And so for me, that one minute pause in the car, when I come back from an errand or I come back from the gym or whatever is like, a nice reminder that like, I am not in a hurry. I can slow down. And when I can slow down by myself in the car for one minute, I can slow down and play Barbies for 30 minutes. <laughs> you know, like there is a, there is a practice in slowing down that benefits my family as, as my wife and as my kids yeah. that I need, I need that practice. I need to practice that over and over again in all things so that when it really matters, 
I can be there. Like Sunny is in a phase right now where she literally does not stop talking. She asks question after question. We're having this sweet moment last night. I'm singing songs to her as she goes to bed. I'm, she like was having trouble falling asleep. So I'm sitting there, I'm rubbing her face. I'm singing her amazing grace. And <laughs> all of a sudden her eyes pop open. What do crocodiles eat? <laughs> I don't know. You, if you don't go to sleep, child. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would never say that. And it's like, because of like, there definitely would have been a season in my life where I would have been like, one, I wouldn't have even been in there. Yeah. You know, I would have just been like, no, you have to go to sleep and just kept putting her back. But now this season that, you know, because of the practice of slowness of, of just being still and present, I'm able to sit there with her and not need to like rush out to do something else. Yeah. And I, and I hope my hope is like the stakes are pretty low at bedtime right now. Like my kids it's not like, oh, you know, I started doing crack because my dad didn't lay with me at bedtime. <laughs> like, you don't hear that story. But it's like, my dad wasn't there for me when I was hurt. You know, my parents weren't there for me when I was hurt. So that led to this decision, to this decision, to this decision. And I don't think a lot of parents miss, like, just abandon kids um, because they don't want to be... Pre- like, I, I think parents, a lot of parents are just too busy to be there when their kids are hurting. Yeah. And it's not like this like evil thing. I mean, there obviously is that, but I want to be present when the stakes are low at bedtime yeah. so that I can be present when the stakes are high at heartbreak, Yeah, you know, so that they know dad wasn't hurried that he was there. And, you know, because of that, they will flourish, hopefully. Yeah. And I've even noticed... As I've slowed my internal pace down, which then slows my outward pace down, I've even said to June a few times, who's only seven, Junie, we're not in a hurry. Yeah. Because she's, I think her personality leans more in my direction. Yes. (laughs) Yes, 120%. million percent. And she's, it's it's what's being modeled or what was being modeled from time to time. Not all the time, but enough. But hurry, get in the car. Why? Yeah, we're going to the park. It's open all the time. Right. And I think what I mean when I say that is I wish this whole process was shorter. Yeah. Please move quicker. Yeah. But but they don't they don't need to move any faster. Yeah. Like I need to get over that it takes 22 minutes to get out of the house with children or whatever it is. Yeah. Like that I as me as the adult, I should be adjusting my expectations, not word vomiting on them. Yeah. To move quicker, to move quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, we're not talking about literal time where you're late for school or late for an airplane. Like there are moments you do need to hurry and move quick. Yeah, absolutely. That is a skill set. <laughs> you should teach your kids yes. in those scenarios. Yes. Um, but yeah, our, the whole reason that we talk about slowing down so much and, and really, I think it starts with Sabbath. I, you know, I think that there's a rhythmic, nature to slowing down weekly that really helps you see it everywhere um, is because again, I like, like that quote said at the beginning was so many of us are, we're not, we're not going to lose our faith, but we might be so hurried and preoccupied and frantic and overstimulated or whatever culture is throwing at us that we don't, we aren't living to the fullness of the life that Jesus died for. And we're just skimming. I'd love that phrase of like, we're just skimming the top. We're not diving deep into the the wells of goodness that God has for us. Yeah. And when we slow down those well, like it's easier to dive deeper, like, and it's easier to sit in the goodness of what God has given us and the beauty of his creation and the brilliance of his joy. Um, and so that is why we seem to talk about it quite a bit. Well, and we, it was last week, right? The loss or the death of wonder. Yeah. Right. And that's something kids naturally have so much wonder. Yeah. And I, I would argue that it's probably because they physically move so much slower than we do. Yep. They actually notice the butterfly. They then point it out and want to talk about it for 20 minutes, which is different, you know, but they do, they move slow enough that they notice all these things. And so I think it's easier to find wonder in stuff when you're not moving a mile a minute. No mile a minute. Yeah, that would be fun. 
what's that? There's an office line there. It's like 100 miles a minute or how many, how many is that an hour? Well, how's that going to help you? Well, then I'll divide something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, slow down, I think is a good practice for all of us. Um, and I think all the ones we just read and like you talking about not always listening to something, me talking about chopping vegetables <laughs> as we do, all of those things that we're talking about engaging our five senses mm-hmm. to like be able to, you know, roll down your windows so you can feel and hear something, mm-hmm. take your headphones out so you can say or hear something mm-hmm. and like all the chop your vegetables so you can feel and you hear that like all that engaging those senses makes you present mm-hmm. and when you are present you realize you are not in a hurry mm-hmm. and it is so much easier to slow down when you're fully engaged in your life it's good babe so good so yeah so that's uh the episode wow the shirt's available the code is uh, not the code the password, password is slow down um so if you need that reminder, it might be a good tea of the month for you. Anything else? Yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. Do you need help or something? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, thanks for listening. Thank you for taking the time and making us a part of your week. Yeah. It really does mean a ton to us. Um, if you want to share about the podcast on your story, we usually pick one person a week to send a free item to. Yep. And that is super cool. We'd love for more people to listen and spend their spend some time with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us part of your week. Okay. Okay, I love love you. bye. Bye.